bunch of engineers. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're coming to you live from the Adafruit factory. This is Ask an Engineer. It's me, as usual, Lady Ada. The engineer with me is always Phil on camera control. He'll be right, disappearing. Start that again. Sorry. Wait, what? Live from New York. It's Ask these engineers. Hi. <laughs> that, oh, we're not sound engineers. Yeah. We're electrical yeah. engineers. We're and software engineers. We're software engineers. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep the debug singles in. I have to turn all the mics on. Okay, good. Um, try starting over. Uh, it's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada on camera control and sound control, but we'll slowly be pushing him to the side as we make more space yeah. for our guests. We have a bunch of guests today. Who are these people? They're engineers from Microsoft who have worked on developing MakeCode, and we're going to be talking a lot about MakeCode. Now, MakeCode is like a super easy to build. This is blocks. How hard could it possibly mm. be, right? <laughs> but uh, you'd be surprised. There's a ton of incredible wizardry that goes into this technology, and we'll be talking about that and how much I love it, and we love it here at Adafruit. Got an exciting show for you tonight with that, discount codes, maybe new products, but definitely a lot of discussion about MakeCode and uh, Codal versus Embed uh, fight uh, here tonight. <laughs> What's on tonight's show? Wow. All right. On tonight's show, the code is MakeCode. 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. The code is MakeCode. 10% off everything except for Adabox, Codecademy, classes, and gift certificates. Gift certificates. Lady Ada will talk about Show and Tell, who is on the Show and Tell, they shared and more. We have some of the folks from the MakeCode team, so we'll be showing some videos, uh, talking about the history of MakeCode, all the different pieces that make it up, and some of the engineers who work on it. If there's time, Pack the Mailbag will stop by. Time travel around the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. Help Wanted, Adafruit Jobs Board. Actually, you know what we'll do? We'll ask what um, MakeCode is looking for, because I know you're looking mm -hmm. to hire people. Mm -hmm. We can talk about that. 3D printing, again, if there's time, some factory footage, some new products. We'll answer your questions. We'll do that over on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. we got some top secret for sure. Top secret, yep. And, and then, definitely giving something away. And at the end of the show, we're going to give away something pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All that and more on, you guessed it. Dun, da, da. Ask an engineer. Okay, kick okay. it off. So let's pay some bills um, first. So don't forget that code. Make code. Make code. <laughs> um, that's how you remember it. It's um, easy to remember because you're like making yeah. things and you're coding. Oh, right. That's right. I had Make to see if we've code. ever used that code because you don't repeat codes and we didn't. We just like, yeah. So on checkout on our site, we give away free stuff. Yeah, I'll go them real fast. Yep. Ninety-nine dollars or more, you get a free pro proto half-size breadboard. It's great for taking your breadboard projects and making them permanent. It's a high-quality PCB with lovely colors and gold pads. Uh, definitely useful. And if you personally don't want it, why don't you give it to another engineer friend? They'll definitely appreciate it. One forty-nine or more, you get a free badge. We've got a whole bunch of badges, and uh, they're in a pile here. From Bitcoin to laser cutters, to LEDs, uh, to high-altitude ballooning, to robotics, uh, we've got a whole pile. And you'll get a random one. If you make an account, we'll send you a different one each time. Um, but these are fun, sewable, and uh, iron-on badges to celebrate uh, cool electronics, not just selling cookies. Um, 199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. So if you're in the lower 48 and you order 199 or more, you'll get free shipping and it's good, trackable, insured shipping, which will get to you, like for real. And 299 or more, you'll get um, Circuit Playground Express, our premier educational learning platform for makers and coders. You can use it with MakeCode, mm -hmm. as well as many other uh, languages right. and technologies. So you can um, start with TypeScript or MakeCode, and then even maybe graduate to Python. We'll be talking about that in a bit. 
So all that free stuff when you order things from Native Food Shop. Okay, and then the reminder for US, UPS, Crown's best way to go, Postal if you want to wait a little bit, and DHL International. Same day delivery. That's how we do it. Same day delivery in New York City. Yes, in the way. Parts of, yeah. It works. It does work. It works. Uh, parts of Manhattan, if you order before 11 a.m., we do have same day delivery for some of those locations. Okay, Lady Ada, we're going to do show and tell recap really fast. I don't know if I want, don't want to tell people. A lot of people are actually at PyCon, yeah. which is happening this week. So if you're, I think, in Ohio uh, and you're going to PyCon, you'll see live show and tell. Uh, find Scott with his uh, Game Boy holster, and he'll show you uh, some cool game stuff. Um, as well as many other Adafruit folks. And we had Erin who showed off her laminated um, uh, opalescent gems. She figured out a really good way to make uh, DIY gems that look like crystals and they're like incredibly realistic looking. Did an excellent job, but easy to craft. GP talked about this week's Make Code Minute and uh, Make Code Tutorial, which is gonna be on animated sprites. So the last uh, week was on how to make a sprite, how to draw them and how they work in MakeCode Arcade and other gaming systems. But, you know, having just a sprite move up and down, I mean, it's okay. Wouldn't it be cool if like, it looked like it was walking or maybe it turned to face the direction it was moving? Um, this week you'll learn all about how to animate sprites to take them to the next level. Um, Noan Pedro had a 3D printed dragon lamp. It was super cool. Mm. It was um, a model that they, uh, I think the, it's a purchased model, but they've updated it to um, have a Circuit Playground Express to make the fire effect of the dragon fire. So if you are watching Game of Thrones, like 80% of the American population, make this dragon lamp to celebrate. Um, they also showed off the 3D model of the pie badge, which looked like this, but it was spinning and it was modeled. And they'll be doing, of course, some cases and accessories for that. Bill Binko came by and um, talked about the heat press that Noah and Pedro uh, have been working on with him. Uh, he has to install a lot of quarter 20 camera connectors onto the accessibility switches he uses and getting them in straight is actually very challenging on 3D prints, but this press, you um, can clamp your soldering iron into it and then use it as a heat press to um, press these uh, hex nuts or nuts into your plastics, which allows you to make very strong connections without having um, exposed hardware. And uh, also showed off a compliant mechanism spring hinge from uh, Brigham Young University. They do interesting 3D printed, uh, all-in-one kind of um, mm. mechanisms that use um, the plastic, thin pieces of plastic to act both as springs and hinges. And so you can make parts that move then don't move. And it, it's kind of an interesting uh, mechanical uh, situation. Check out the video, because it's kind of unbelievable how mm -hmm. stable it is for something that's just 3D printed. And Melissa showed off her pie badge demo. She's gonna be going to PyCon real soon. She made a badge with the pie badge. Uh, she actually turned it into a badge. And it says, hello, my name is Maker Melissa. So when you get your free circuit playground express and you need some help, yeah. go find the person that has this. Chase <laughs> them down. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that was show and tell. All participants on the show and tell get an as seen on the show and tell sticker unless they work with Adafruit and they probably already have. There are tons of free stuff yeah. all the time. Okay. Part of our live series of shows. JP show is tomorrow, and tomorrow he'll be doing the sprite demos. Um, here is a little video, nine second video of what he'll be showing you how to make tomorrow. And this is using Make Code. And then this one he just posted up. Um, and he showed this off on the show and tell it to this little Thank dinosaur. Walking. Yeah, this is an animated. So you see, not only is it moving, but it's moving in a cute way. Yeah. And in diapers. It's very cute. Okay. Is it wearing a diaper? It looks yeah. like that to what? me. What? Yeah, sure. All right. Sure. It's it's baby time. You're just seeing babies everywhere. Yeah. It is now time for some <laughs> make out. All right. Okay. All right.
All right, introduce yourselves. Okay, so um, we've got these microphones. You can yeah. you can pass us around because we'll it's start good. Over here. Yeah, and talk about maybe. Sorry, James. You, who are you? Uh, what are you doing what, here? What are you doing the Mako team? Um, I'm James Levine. I'm from Lancaster University in the UK. Um, I'm currently studying my PhD, uh, work towards the end of my PhD at Yay, some point. Yay, thesis. <laughs> um, and well, this is your like um, verbal test, right? Yeah. You have that? Yeah. yeah, this is my Viva. We're hoping yeah. him get some papers. He yeah, some papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, papers first. Yeah. Um, and my, my work uh, on CodeAll basically supports the entire stack in MakeCode. And we're doing some really new, exciting stuff on plugging microcontrollers together in a, in a simple plug-and-play fashion. And hopefully, the, the end vision of the thesis is I've made it, or at least contributed, um, to making it easier for people to learn how to code. Okay, cool. Welcome. So my name is Pelly, and I'm an engineer at Microsoft Research, and I've been working with James and Tom on starting at the microbit. Um, so that's how we started kind of the, the microcontroller world, and then this morphed. Uh, we rewrote the thing a couple times, morphed into make code. So it was touch develop. Uh, we was we did touch develop, okay. and then we it, it was called PXD. PXD. If you really look at our code base, yeah, it's it's really too hard to rename. Uh, yeah, we went through Kindstrip, and yeah, there's there's also Yelm. There's a Yelm phase, which Yelm? is. A, I was wondering what Yelm <laughs> team is, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's like, yeah there's a town so called Yelm uh, near Seattle. Well, it's uh, really hard to name things. Yeah. so I'm glad you went through all of them. And uh, yeah, and then we asked people who knew how to do names to, to do the <laughs> names for us. And then they said make the, yeah. like, and then you're like, oh, okay. done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's me. Okay, Pelly. Okay. Hi, I'm Tom Ball, and I'm not an engineer. I'm a researcher uh, for 26 years now. I was at Bell Labs for six years, and I've been at Microsoft for almost 20 years. So. Uh, and so that just means you don't have yeah. to write the code. You tell other people to write the code. <laughs> well, something you just like have that. brilliant ideas, uh, right? If it were only that simple. How hard can I used it be? To be? I used to be. Uh, I used to be more into the coding back when I was doing software verification, and then they promoted me to be a manager. Now I've kept my hand in it a little, but I think I'm. Uh, I'm a little too dangerous these days to be called an engineer. Um, and uh, that's yeah. gonna be like me. Everyone here is just like, "Lady, to get away from the code," and I'm like, "I'm in it." Yeah, yeah. I'm got, editing things live. I've got a pretty old pull request, right? <laughs> still, still waiting on you, Joe Finney. Um, oh anyway. Very Remember, it's it's get credit, not get blame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, try, we're trying to change it to credit instead yeah. of blame. Okay. So you don't see the blame button all day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, trying. Yeah, but anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been really cool. I've, uh, I've managed for 15 years i'm actually going back to be an individual contributor which is cool and um but i've been involved through uh touch develop into the micro bit um which uh was a lot of fun and then uh to pxt make code and and beyond now all right that's the intros okay and uh thank you so much for being here i'll say it at the end but make code has been such a special thing for our community getting people cool. um set up with uh you know, Circuit Playground Express is good, but it's so much better with MakeCode. And um, we were able to add makecode.adafruit.com, so people have a really easy experience. It's a URL that they, they recognize. Um, a lot of the projects that you've seen, um, a lot of people, this is the first time that they might start doing projects. And then they can grow into a scripting language like JavaScript. Mm -hmm. So it's been neat to watch people use this as uh, part of their journey on a hopefully a lifelong uh, career of doing, um, even if you're not gonna do code, just understanding it 
and we've seen that that help out quite a yeah, bit. Absolutely. And we have a lot of team members who this is their first way that they're getting involved with coding. Um, even here at Adafruit, they're just like, well, like I, I just want to get this LED demo going. Yep. Right. So they're able to do that. So awesome. Thanks yeah. for all your smarts and work. I know there's a lot oh, of care, care that goes yeah. into it. And we've been doing this for what, a couple, years. Of, couple of years together. I remember yeah. it was... We um, met at a Maker Fair. We met at Maker Fair yeah. in New York. Mm -hmm. We met Jacqueline, and she was trying to convince me that, well, we had the, the SAMD21. They would be working on the Sandy 21 support. And I and I said, oh, we didn't have a Circuit Playground Express yet. So it must have been a little bit more than two and a half right. years. I said, it's coming out. Yes. And I said, well, I'll make sure it works with, with MakeCode. And it was uh, it was awesome. I remember we sat at the picnic table. So it was a very successful meeting. She didn't have okay. to pitch me very hard. You know, the, the, the definition of a platform is <laughs> that you can do N equal two, right? We had started with the micro bit, and you were you were our second yeah, no, board to I, I show totally, that we actually, we actually scaled. I totally joined in. I was like, this is a perfect um, match, and I think yeah. it's, it's, it's a multi... It's, you know, it's fascinating. It's, you said it's, it's a platform. You can go to N equal two. N equal two is really hard, right? Mm -hmm. Zero is easy. You don't do anything. One, <laughs> okay, you just hack together a thing. But two means you actually have an architecture, right? We have to rewrite it. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, but you then you recently rewrote it again. Um, uh, so, well, the history is we did the micro bit with Touch Develop. Yeah. Uh, and we uh, put a whole lot of stuff on top of an already old code base. And then when we... Uh, got to code complete for the micro bit, then Pelle and Mihao were like, oh, we got to start again. So that's when PXT started, which was in January of 2016. Yeah. And then, um, and then. Which I we think were, which was the first version of Circuit Playground. Right, exactly. And it was based off of Embed under Codal. Uh, oh, um, the, the micro bit. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the first version of Codal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then we've revved many, th I mean, the architecture. Well, you know, it's the way, right? Why is a few years old, so. Yeah, I felt so old. New framework. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how it is, though. I mean, like, I used to feel like, oh, you know, pick the right framework and you're done. And then mm. I think as you get a little older, you kind of realize you can only make the best decision you can make at the time. With the expectation, you'll have to rewrite it. So don't get too... Technical debt is only what you... Mm -hmm. It's your decision to have mm -hmm. a technical debt. Mm -hmm. You can just decide, I made a technical decision. It's not dead, and I'm willing to throw it away the moment something better comes along, which is what we did, too. Um, hmm. All right, so um, we got a few things. First, I'm going to read some. I'll read a comment as they come in. Uh, this is from David. Started middle school students this year doing projects on um, Circuit Playground Express with MakeCode. Great stuff. So, Thank you. Thank you. Compliments to the team here. Um, and before we um, just have like Lady A to ask a bunch of things about UF2 bootloaders, which I think is probably one of the most interesting <laughs> things that's happened to microcontrollers, but like you really need to be into this stuff to understand why it's a big deal. <laughs> Let's watch some fun uh, videos. Let's watch some videos. So oh, we're okay. going to watch three videos all together. So the first one is going to be um, JP's Make Code Minute, where you're going to see this mm -hmm. arcade stuff. Then we'll come back and we'll say something. And then we're going to play a couple more videos. One is uh, one of the high schools and middle schools where Make Code was used, and they interviewed one of the teachers. And then 4-H is using Make Code uh, yeah. um, cool. out in Washington somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we have those videos as well. So let's, uh, let's let JP take it away, and we'll be back in two minutes. Okay. So what I want to talk about in Make Code Arcade is how you can use the walls of the screen to restrict where your sprite can go. So uh, let me show a demo. I'm going to launch the uh, simulator here. And now I'm going to move my character. And you can see when my character hits the wall, 
it's actually going to bounce. I don't know if the frame rate is high enough for you to see it uh, online or not. But my Adabot head is actually bouncing when it hits the wall. And so the way that I'm doing this, you can see here in Make Code, I've got an on start block. Then I have a background image that I've painted. I've created a sprite with this artwork for the Adabot head of kind player. And I'm moving the sprite with the buttons. And I've actually set it to be a little faster velocity than the default 100 and 100. And then here's the key sprite. Set my sprite bounce on wall, and I've turned that to on. And if you look in the scene, is it in scene? No, it's in sprites. I'm going to go up to sprites. There it is. So there's this set my sprite to stay in screen, and it's turned on or off. If I bring that into my scene here, that's actually the same as this one, and it just has a drop down. So stay in screen means that it'll just stop and stick when it hits the wall like this. So if I turn stay in screen on and check the simulator, when I hit the edge, it just stops. And so a nice piece of feedback that you can give to the player is this bounce on wall. So it's a little more obvious that they really can't move any further. There's not like a door here that they're somehow missing. It's just simply a barrier. So you can see in the Pi badge here, I've got the same sketch loaded. And actually, I think you can see that a little better, uh, that bouncing action. But there you can see as Adabot reaches the boundaries, her head is simply bouncing off of the edges. And so that is how you can use Make Code Arcade to have your sprite bounce when it hits the walls. Okay, and then next up we're gonna, maybe we'll play these back to back and then we'll just jump right into um, talking about Make Code. Make Code Arcade, we have a bunch of um, cool demos and hardware here. We even have some some retro hardware, so we'll just mm. we'll dive in right after that. So let's do uh, Lufkin Schools and then um, 4-H. So the education system as of now, I think, has its challenges. Lufkin is no different than any other school concerning those challenges. Most of us have gone through the same public schools with the same teachers who learn the same pathways and ways of teaching. And so we come into this system and we repeat the system. I learned quickly that schools saw technology differently. They saw kids needed to type documents. They needed to be able to do a presentation. But it can't be all that we do because it's not real world. You already should be logged into your devices. As a part of the Young Scholars Program, I designed an activity that is meant to be completely open-ended. The kids would take an empty white box and turn it into something else. We would teach the kids to code using the microcontrollers, the Circuit Playground Express, teach them how to not just code what they see on the device, but also connect motors and additional LEDs, whatever we could make connect to that thing and work, turn it into anything you want. What does that feel like to you? Freedom. Compared to our other classes, it's like boom. Technology companies like Microsoft have a much deeper role than making sure we have devices. I used to joke when one thought of Microsoft, we thought of office products. Minecraft changed that conversation for many of us. And Make Code didn't just connect us to this ease of learning to code and learning to be empowered to make things. Microsoft made it available so that it can be done on any device. That is important.
If you're a tech director, go make something. Get your teachers to be makers and creators too. Do it with your students. Become a creator. Get back to that thing that makes you feel like you've invented the universe. For me, it was as simple as turning on an LED. To see their faces light up, to see them say, we can make this, like, it does something to you. I just want every kid to experience that. It's amazing how we're doing it. I hope that when they see the world and they see things around them, that they wonder how it works. And I want them to wonder, how can I make it work? And how can I make it better? The, the bag. Fire-breathing puffy dragon. Wash up sea turtle. Demon. Wizard kitty. Minecraft. Creeper. Unicorn. Pizza party robot. Your imaginations are hilarious and I love it. I think you guys should use something like slime. Ooh, yeah. And you could use some cardboard for the crust and then you slime fall off. <laughs> that we can get learning digital skills early on, the more success they'll have in their careers. Microsoft makes a big announcement teaming up with 4-H to launch a technology program for middle school students. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Brown and Outagamie counties are, are two of just eight communities in the country chosen to launch a technology and digital skills initiative for youth. It's called Tech Changemakers, meant to get and keep young teens interested in science, technology, engineering, and math, STEM, and better prepare them for careers. New at four, students are eager to participate and already see this benefiting the entire community. Um, this is a website called Adafruit that Microsoft owns. Riley Van Zeeland could spend all day showing us how he codes or programs robots. I like technology. I built my own computer because I got bored one day. <laughs> the high school freshman is one of a select few from this area who made the trip to Microsoft's campus in Seattle to learn more about the 4-H Tech Changemakers Initiative. I'm just excited that I get to work with one of the biggest um, technology businesses in the world. Microsoft chose to work with 4-H, a youth organization that teaches leadership and citizenship, hoping it can connect with kids who want and need tech opportunities. There seems to be a, a gap in how we connect and continue to get that, that excitement from elementary school continued into high school. So we're hoping that this program will engage those middle schoolers in STEM and STEM programming. Critically uh, for us is realizing that we're part of the wave versus part of the wake and we are moving our community forward. This is just another one of those aspects that's about the bigger picture about how do we get our kids prepared for the future and the workforce needs. It may be programming robots to kids, but digital skills are becoming a critical part of most every job. So it's a lot of try, test, tweak, repeat, um, which is what happens in every real world career that we have, right? Microsoft is donating 25 Surface Pros to make this program accessible to more kids. We see higher wages, we see more opportunities. So no matter if they choose a job in manufacturing, education, government, it still has an element of technology. Organizers are still trying to decide where and when to offer these programs, but they will be open to any middle school age child. If you have suggestions or want more details, we have that at WBAY.com. Okay, so now, back. so now everybody knows what uh, Make Good does. Now you have to ask, what's Make Good? All right, so let's uh, let's kick this off. Um, okay, Tom, so Make Good. Well, Tom, you, do you want to hey, show your sure, we bit can of presentation? Sure, show a little bit. Yeah. But, and, I, you know, get the questions. I, I want to 
you know, I'm in Microsoft Research, and one of the things, hey, uh, yeah. uh, Microsoft oh. Research we do is, uh, um, I don't know. We like to we like to talk about who who did the work because in research you're like who had the idea and who came up with that. And so I have a slide here. Uh, if you go to my PC, uh, yeah, that sort of says. Uh, this is a big team effort. And so we started, as I said, with the BBC Microbit being part of the team. Um, we were funded by Microsoft Research because we are in Microsoft Research by Jeanette Wing to work on the Microbit. And we, we got introduced to James and Joe Finney at Lancaster University. And then Mihao and Pele uh, invented uh, the first version of Make Code. And then we got uh, the uh, Julia Lewison, who's head of uh, developer division. And now we have a team that is spread over the product group, which does things like VS Code and Visual Studio. So that's developer division. Uh, we have a great set of people there. We have some alums because they like to rotate in and out. Um, we have folks in Microsoft Research, so myself, Pelly, Steve Hodges in, is in Cambridge. He's our EE researcher. Uh, Mihal Moskal, who's the creator of UF2, among many other parts of MakeCode. Uh, Lancaster University has been doing the firmware, C++ runtime um, for uh, the microcontrollers, not just the microbit, but also uh, um, CODAL, which underpins all of, of MakeCode. Uh, Microsoft Research operates a lot by working with academia, and so we brought in a whole bunch of interns through MSR. These are generally graduate students. Uh, uh, DevDiv and Microsoft have a big internship program as well, and so we've had um, undergraduates who come in uh, through developer division who've worked on things like our debugger or accessibility. Uh, one did the Blockly uh, extension for the piano keyboard. That was right? nice. I like uh, that. That was a cool one. And then we have a high school internship program. So we have lots of ways to bring in people we work with. Uh, James is with us right now uh, as, as a Microsoft Research intern. Um, so I just wanted to sh give a shout out to all all the people who are you know working on MakeCode across the different the different groups in Microsoft and outside of Microsoft. That's cool. Yeah. And before the shows, I was mentioning like the the this version of Microsoft is such a cool different version than when I was first getting into like computers and technology. You have GitHub. Um, not a lot of people don't know this. Got to say it because you should get credit for it. MakeCode's open source. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Open source. If it wasn't open, open source. source. If it wasn't open source, everyone would say, why isn't it open source? But it is open source, so I think that's it's important. It's totally open source. In fact, we have a guide showing if you if you want to yeah. compile it and run it yourself, you can do it on your own so server. That's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. So all the things that are open source. Yeah, uh, the basic framework, which uh, the old the original name was the programming experience, I and I can't call it again. <laughs> yeah. It was called PXT, and at that point we thought, oh, how many repos are we going to need? I'll just put it right under Microsoft. So we didn't you know, create a, a GitHub uh, project or anything. And so we have PXT, and then, and then after time, you know, we talked about n equal two, n equal three. We need to take a whole bunch and refactor a bunch of common code uh, that's used across the editors, uh, that's common packages. We've done a huge amount of work with the Google Blockly team. Blockly is the, yeah. the drag and drop editor uh, that we uh, use for the blocks, and uh, it's awesome, and the Google Blockly team is awesome, and we've been working they with came them. To, they came to our office, uh, uh, so we're working together, planning features, sharing features, 
we we implement the feature, send it back to them, or they help us. So there's a real collaboration between the two right. teams. I have, I have a question for the the Chibitronics. Was that one actually something that you developed, or was that actually contributed by the Chibitronics team? Because I know that they worked on it a bunch. Yeah, they uh, they they started the work, they kind of did the exploration uh, to see if it's feasible, and then we helped them uh, kind of with the simulator and kind of giving the the design look of the editor. But they they came to us with something that uh, kind of worked. Yeah, yeah. It, and is that a, like because I know there's probably people watching who are like, hey, I'm, I made a development board, and I want to get it into uh, MakeCode, and how would they do that? They forked uh, the macro bit and hacked it. Okay. Yeah. Is and that is that a good way to start? It's a great way to start. Yes. Okay. Uh, fork an existing editor. Uh, if you go work back. your way through it. Sure. Um, yeah, so the editors, we call them targets. Yeah. They're down here. So yours, uh, the Circuit Playground Express, is PXT Adafruit. Um, that's SAMD21. So if you want to start with a SAMD21 target. You're missing arcade. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh. There's a dot there. We're going to get the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the hub dot means that the next slide is all yeah, yeah, arcade. Yeah, we right. actually have a sample. So yeah. we do so, have a yeah. PXT sample, which is a minimalistic editor. We've got all sorts of stuff yeah. here. Yeah, okay. We're very open. Yeah, I have a backup. Yeah, we've got a lot of open source goodies. Yeah. I think okay. if you're within the MCUs we support right now, it's pretty easy to set up. So SAMD21. SAMD21. Yes. And then in Maker, you have SAMD51 too. 51, and we have a DSTM, a 32, F401. Yeah. Um, uh, NRI52. NRI52. But, you know, the feature set we support isn't going to be, you're going to have hit and or miss there. And then NRI51 in the... Uh, and then in the micro bit. Yeah, we have the through the micro bit down. And then anything else? Or? Um, we do have uh, for EV3, we have a custom. This is a totally different Linux yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. We have multiple ways to compile it. So we also uh, have editors that side. just don't do ma microcontroller, they're purely online. Yeah, like Chibitronics, uh, it, it converts it to audio, it doesn't actually compile right. to uh, the. But we did we did some experiment with students where uh, one of them built a traffic optimizer so car traffic you, you do a game where you have to optimize it uh, so there's also pure coding uh, editors that don't involve microcontroller okay. yeah, just web only yeah. web only right, we can we show you some of those what other slides do you have before, uh, yeah. before we, we really start to jeez uh, you know <laughs> I just wanted to show people what it is I mean sort of yep. what do you get and um, you know, we are. This is super messed up, by the way. I love it. What? What? But it what? Is like messed it's like come when I, when on. I, it's like slice no, and dice. It's a that, matrix. It's just awesome. because you have one of these layer display like <laughs> graphics, which is like on every white paper, it doesn't yeah. mean it's organized. Um, like no. organized how? Like, well, I just think it's. I think it's kind of when I was talking to mm. Jacqueline like two years ago. Oh, okay. And I remember she said like, "Oh yeah, we did this block script." And I said, "Well, like." Yeah, the problem is, is that like how do you compile it down? It says, oh yeah, the compiler is in the browser, and I just said, that's so messed up. I love it. Uh -huh. So yeah, so what? How does this work? The, the, oh gosh, okay, so Lightly. so so, so have, how does it really hours, work? Yeah, 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 but the the flow is more like up here. If you want like the flow <laughs> diagram, come on, yeah, the, man, the manager has to do something <laughs> here. So paper, so right? so basically, we we start with Blockly at the top when you start editing, and in there. Uh, we have a Blockly to TypeScript compiler. Now, Blockly usually just compiles to JavaScript, right? Yeah. Um, we use a subset of TypeScript. We we like type systems uh, because they give you IntelliSense and a whole bunch of cool things when you're on the 
on the text side. So we have you many compilers. Is, you know this is research because you have IR for intermediate representation. You have to drink oh, whenever yeah. a paper has an intermediate oh representation. <laughs> it has a different rep meaning for you. No, it's just, I know, I'm serious. Like, I've just read so many We're, papers. I'm, I'm a compiler like, guy. You love so compiler? IR, everybody you, knows you, what IR is. Do you know my compiler song? No, that sounds like one note to me. Yeah, Lauder Lauder. Well, you never did Lauder compile. L L A L R. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you now. But I got you. Tom, you can do it orchestra style. Oh, we could do the operatic version. We'll leave that once I've had a couple beers. So we compiled down, and we compiled back up for a large subset. So one of the things you see in in make code is you can go from blocks to TypeScript and you can monkey around with the text and then convert back yeah. for, for most of the code. We could talk more about that. Um, TypeScript is sort of what, what defines sort of everything for us. So we, we use TypeScript as our way of describing uh, the APIs that should be surfaced to Blockly. Uh, so you see some sort of arrow go from here up here. So we, when we define a runtime, we, that can be a, a combination of C++ and TypeScript, and we can annotate either the C++ or TypeScript to basically say, we want a block for that code. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a compiler that lifts up and creates the Blockly metadata. Um, so it's compilers everywhere. And within the browser, we do compile compilers from everywhere. TypeScript to an IR, to assembly language. This is, again, Miha Moskal. Thank you very much. Uh, to our machine code in the browser and link it in the browser against a pre-compiled blob which represents the C++ runtime from James. And so when you get, what you get out is for the microbit a hex file or for uh, or for it's, binary, it's, actually, it's the actual bits. Yeah. Yeah. So we are not a highly optimizing compiler, but um, we That's okay. Are you have lots of flash RAM. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. And, and the reason you do that, uh, uh, when we started the microbit, we had a cloud-based infrastructure. We would call to the cloud, run the compiler. Yeah. And uh, reliability of, of at network and internet in schools was just not there. Yeah, you can't, uh, which is interesting because the it. original embed toolchain, the IDE, was completely cloud-based. Exactly. And right. it was on one end really cool, but it was also a little bit of a hack, because right, the compiler was $5,000, right? So that was their trick, it, of like it, how to get around this licensing. But it, yeah, it, it doesn't work. And actually, you know, the, the, the thing that people always say is like, what if I'm on a train or on a flight and I want to write code? So actually, when we were releasing the PXD one time, I was on a train on Amtrak, and I actually wrote PXT code and, and did multiple yeah. revisions to prove that you could do it because it caches locally. Yeah. yeah. So the compiler. So for professional developers, you know, you you have a stable internet connection, but really for school, it's a challenge. Uh, yeah, and then like that means they don't trust your system because they don't know. Or it's firewall. I mean, there's, who knows? A, there's a firewall. It goes down. Gets yeah. arbitrarily blocked. So we we do cache in the browser, uh, and we do we have the entire pipeline uh, locally. Right. Okay. What's next on the slides? Uh, let's uh, go, well, maybe we should go to a live demo because yeah. I know Pelly hates my slides. <laughs> Anytime I bring out a slide, it's I like, love these slides. Are you kidding? These so, are but, but, but just it, open Notepad. Let me show you one my one last slide because I I think of what we're trying to do and make code it philosophically. This is, look, you, if you're from Microsoft, you have I, to have PowerPoint. I gotta have this slide yeah. and. Yeah. Do you really? want to keep your job or not? You know, like <laughs> no fun, no fun works. We're, we're, we started with Touch Develop and and really embraced sort of web app as the way to go universal. So 
That's Especially with like Chromebooks and stuff, they don't. There's no way to install a compiler. Oh, yes. You can't. Well, right now, I mean, you're going to find things with containers. All sorts of stuff but is going to happen. It's but still, it's a mess. Yeah. And then the people wipe their. But it has to be completely yeah. in browser. So, so we really like to think of ourselves as li living in the sweet spot, which is the intersection of the web world, where you have lots of RAM and JavaScript, single-threaded. TypeScript, great frameworks for beginning programming, and then the world of the microcontroller, you know, which is like, hmm, uh, Pro IDEs, C, C++, interrupts. sketches, interrupts, 16K of RAM if you're lucky, a full, full bare metal binary, no operating system, highly concurrent. Uh, and how do we bridge the gap between those two? So that's yeah. been an interesting challenge for us, uh, but one that we've really tried to make, you know, get the best of both worlds. So do you have any papers that you've written about that? Yeah, as a right. matter of fact, we do. Please cite James. Get James, talk about our paper. Yeah, our paper basically goes through uh, Tom's slides with uh, a, bit, <laughs> a, a bit nicer motivation and some lovely pictures. <laughs> And some great performance and evaluation. I so hope your advisor's not watching this because they're like, oh, you Joe will be watching this, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing fine. Yeah. okay? Yeah, so you're not in trouble. You know, give it a read. It's, op it's open access. You know, we've Here it is. Paint the feet. Okay. There you go. If you go back to uh, Tom's screen. All right. Yeah. Everybody cite this paper. Yes, please, yeah. please cite this paper. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can find it. Just search for Make Code and Code All. And yeah. I think you'll find this. Shameless. But Shameless. it really is an amazing, an amazing technological structure i mean it's like as somebody who's been doing this engineering electronics and microcontroller stuff for like you know coming over like on 20 years soon i mean it's amazing the the how simple you make something that's incredibly complicated mm -hmm. behind the scenes mm -hmm. and it's so stable i mean it's being used by hundreds of thousands millions of people um pretty much flawlessly i mean yes there's you know we find bugs and we squish them mm -hmm. but overall the fact that you're taking blocks Compile them down to TypeScript, and all these blocks are happening concurrently. There's multiple threads; they're all happening concurrently. There's lots of sensors and, and interacting like NeoPixels that are running, you know, also in DMA or whatever in the background. And then combining that into binary in a couple of seconds, um, it's it's pretty fascinating. It's not it's not an easy task, right? Like I think a lot of people think like blocks. How hard can it be? But when you actually get into how to make web and microcontrollers work together they are just so there's not also a simulator and then they decided to do something incredibly challenging which is let's make it have video games as one of the outputs mm. yeah so do you want to do you want to do a demo um yeah why don't we go through the make code uh experience just with the circuit playground express just to yeah. give viewers a, okay. a, a starting it's something i wanted to show was actually um in the editor you can drill from the blocks all the way down to uh, the R machine code. It's all in there if you know where to know. look. Okay. Uh, yeah, let, well, let's take a look and we maybe we can do a, a slightly deeper and dive. I, I think Tom forgot to mention the really cool name we have for generating the blocks. It's We call it Bloxygen, so. Bloxygen. Bloxygen. <laughs> 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 uh, it's like, like Doxygen, uh, but for blocks? Yeah, blocks. yeah okay. exactly. Bloxygen sounds like a, a cool band name or something. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, so, so what are you doing right now? So, you know, our, 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 our general thing is to start with uh, uh, an event handler. Uh, we like all a, concurrent. Th and these these are these. Think of these as yeah concurrent little fibers that can run. Concurrent uh, like JavaScript. Mm -hmm. there's, there's only so one there's no fiber loop. of code. I mean, you can have a main loop, but you don't have to. You, can you don't have to. Yeah. Be interrupt driven. Right. Events. So here on block block A, we're going to show a rainbow animation 
for five seconds. We come over here and click, and it it's, it shows it uh, shows the other uh, running animation. What is that? Uh, do the purple light. one. Yeah, let's do sparkles. The, let's do something that, that animates Comet. a little more, right? Okay, so there it goes, and there it goes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and and so. If we go to Java, so the first thing is to notice we've got the colorful blocks. It's a very minimal API that it makes it very hard to make mistakes. We have the simulator. Have you used it on your surface with like drag and drop? Can you do that? Oh yeah, you? this is all touch friendly. A lot of what we've done with Blockly is contribute uh, a touch uh, back into Blockly to yeah. make it work on uh, tablets. Yeah, uh, and then the the compilation to TypeScript or JavaScript. It looks like. Uh, it looks just like uh, JavaScript. The types are hiding in the background. Um, and even it, if you're not, a, I'm not a JavaScript programmer. I'm like C, C++, but mm -hmm. it looks very clear to me what is going on here. There's on events, and there's uh, classes, and uh, looking at you pass things in and out, and then there's a function that you can have in line that actually yeah. what happens. It's, I guess it's an anonymous function that you can create. Right. And here we can go and we can do object-oriented programming. So. Uh, you can have a class foo, a class bar, <laughs> extends foo. There we go. So if you're an educator and you want to do object-oriented 101, you can get that. Uh, okay, when you go back to blocks, what happens? Well, uh, the the code that we don't allow you to edit in blocks is just a gray block. So yeah. all the code is there, um, but some of it's not editable And in it blocks. created for the onshake. Ah, right. For the onshake, it was able to yeah. translate it. Right? Okay, cool. Uh, this is all enabled because, uh, as Pelly was saying, behind the scenes, um, we have... I don't have the Explorer have, on. I oh, you've got to so go to JavaScript so you, to find you'll, it. You'll find Explorer under JavaScript. Under JavaScript. Um, okay. So first you go to JavaScript, okay. then you find the Explorer. Well, let's uh, go to a light sensor yeah. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. yeah that's, you will, that's simple enough. We should be able to see what's so going on. So you will yeah. see the source of all the runtime. That's fine. A light sensor. Oh, oh, okay. You want to you wanna do that? Well, light, light sensor, sensor, I feel like we could actually get yeah, to Yeah, and you'll see actually it's a mix of C++ and TypeScript. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. full stack. Light sensor. Um, is it? Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is interesting. So, so this is the Codal layer, and you'll see if you scroll down that we you'll see there's some comments here. Yeah, and that's the right. blocks again. Blocks again. Blocks again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trademark. But you'll see eventually we have an event, and event... This... I see. Online condition changed, and you see the special comment before it yeah. with attributes, basically saying, "Okay, here's the uh, here's the name for that that will be unchanged." We may change the text of the block. That's over here. Yeah. Uh, so that's different from the block name. So we can change the text of the block, but the block ID stays the same. Um, we actually have uh, that's uh, um, a. No, uh, parts thing is a whole other thing. We yeah, it's, it's just right. No, I think this but, is good to mm -hmm. see, like, people can see the underlying, is yeah. underlying well, code. Now, the, now, remember I told you the truth is TypeScript. So what happens, we, we have a compiler that goes through, uh, or a preprocessor that goes through the C++, and then we'll lift out um, TypeScript. So this is the TypeScript that make code grooves on because make code doesn't really know C++. It right. knows it has a TypeScript compiler. But you see we now have a function in this namespace. So we're now in TypeScript. And this is like a .h file. It's called a, a, a declaration. D.ts. Think of it as a, like a .h file for yeah. TypeScript. And it's just the declaration. So here we've basically translated the C++. It just tells uh, the us here's the shim. And you can see the There's linker information. The here, shim in is fact, is the, here in fact is the mapping yeah. Yeah. right down to the C++. So this is where this is what actually make code takes and then figures out oh I need a block here's what the co color of the block is here's the help text for that block 
Um, so uh, we also, uh, as you probably know, we have the same sort of uh, drag and drop for text as well. Um, in the, uh, Can in we the show them the, the secret thing? The secret thing? In the, in the, 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 the other, the the other language? There's, well, there's lots of secret things. Oh, yeah, there's so oh, many things. Yeah. But before we do that, yeah. let, let me show you. all the way me, down. Let me show you actually how we, um, how we, uh, how we edit your own extension. Wait, 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 wait. No, we want our way to show the guts of this. Let, no, let's no, let's no, this. Oh, no, come on, Pelly. Come on, man. See, I told James this was going to happen. He's going to suck all the oxygen out of the room. We're talking about going all the way deep. So what you've seen is a source, and you've seen your source. In the build folder, you want to go to the In the build folder, you'll see how we compile things. Okay. So binary.js is the JavaScript that's going to run in the simulator. You don't want to read it. <coughs> it doesn't look like the JavaScript you would want to write. Uh, no, it's intermediary. It's, it's actually the IR just translated back yeah. to JavaScript. Yeah. Now, Look, you, you, get, you get like registers, you get a, per, oh, yeah. you get a PC yeah. register. Yeah. Uh, there's this beautiful uh, output which has efforts. Okay. Yeah, uh, now, when we're going to do, um, when you compile, there's going to be binary ace assembly and that's that's the arm thumb. Yeah. If you want to read the arm thumb and oh, figure wow. out what we're doing, yeah. It's all there, color coded. That just happened right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's and amazing. You can print it out and you know spend the night reading it. It's, it's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, um, but it's all there. It's all. It's all there. And it's yes. all. And it's not compiling everything. Of course, some things are pre-compiled and it just links yes. them in. The C plus plus runtime is pre-compiled, yeah. and we do tree shake. So uh, any TypeScript code you don't use and is not referenced anywhere is going to be uh, extracted yeah. before completion. So okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's the guts. Uh, so if you want to yeah. drill deep and see, you can see all the runtime. Well, this is Ask Engineer. Output. So this yeah. is, I guess this is yes. one train. You don't get to really, when you yeah, go yeah. to like. The researcher should have given this it over is to the engineer. Time. No, but I want, so can, do you want to show this the super secret extension? Oh, yeah, the oh, super oh, okay. secret. So we really, want to give, you. we really want to give that away? <laughs> yeah, right. I do. So, okay. so, this is okay, just so, okay. a show where so everyone. All right, so first thing first. First thing first, we always maintain a beta. And beta is the head of our master in, uh, in the repo, and that's where you know, things... Weird uh, things. Makecode.adafruit.com slash beta. beta. You can always see what's right. about to come out. It's, uh, it might have bugs. More bugs than master. Or it might fix some bugs. It might fix some bugs. You never know. Uh, it might also have... <laughs> so true. If, if you produce uh, code there, you might want to stay there because it might have new APIs or blocks that will not be backward compatible. Yeah. Uh, now... In any of those, um, especially beta, this is where you want to do that, you can go in about, and we float uh, about as great. You can actually see uh, this is really these helpful. links are linking exactly to the uh, GitHub release of that particular uh, Whoa, two uh, days editor. ago. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we, we pushed a fix, uh, all fresh. So if you want to wonder where, what is the code for the make codes 5.11.12, uh, you can see the commit. And ah, it's some jerk's fault. There. So there we go. And then experiment is a way to float features that are cool, but we don't think kids should use it right now because they're not completely ready. So for example, uh, we're working on a debugger. Yes. Let's take the debugger, a similar screenshot, love it. Similar GIFs, love it. It's like going to a shop and it's free. Uh, <laughs> shared QR code. But I also code. might delete yes, everything you yes. own. <laughs> yes, so uh, they stay on. They'll. Uh, what you'll see is that it will warn you that there are some experiment enabled and there's an easy yeah. way to clear them. Otherwise, this thing will disappear after a few seconds. So for example, if I share now, uh, I've enabled my screenshot so I can, I can do like a cool screenshot. 
Uh, oh, I'm doing a GIF. Oh, you can record GIFs? Yeah. 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 This was yeah. one of my feature requests yeah, that I was going to ask you too. about. That is cool. But then animations. you told me about the secret area, and I'm like, great, because I, I yeah. thought it would be great for educators to share this on Twitter so, and like lots of simulators. So now if I have my cool scripts, I can do I can do a GIF, and then, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like... Uh, That's yeah. nice. So if this I publish, is going to be very cool for arcade. If uh, I publish totally. a project no, uh, and good. I share that on a social network, uh, it'll pick up the GIF. Also, we enable the QR code, uh, so you can scan it with your phone and share that with a friend. But something was missing there. I yeah, didn't think it was the yeah, where's, it where's the secret sauce? The really secret sauce. You know, the one that's slithery snake. The slithery snake? Oh, oh, yeah. I thought that's what you were going to show. Uh, that wasn't there. It wasn't, it wasn't in there. Yeah. It used to I, be. Is it only on the I think... I think they've hidden it. Let me see if there's another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can still turn it on. I like how there's like there's like beta and then there's beta uh, and there's oh, yeah, super yeah. beta. No, it looks like it didn't turn off. You got, dis oh. got disabled? Yeah, I think it for the before. release we, we disabled oh, it. We bummer. forgot to re-enable it. But well, some folks on Discord figured this out, so there might be yeah. some Python support coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. There's been a rumor. Actually, um, yeah. We can show it on Maker. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, go to Maker. So Maker is our kind of experimental uh, place to play with uh, breadboarding boards. So a lot of the boards that are not on the Adafruit boards. Like feathers and uh, we yeah, have everything. Look everything. At this. Uh, we can do the Metro. Uh, and in this case, we have the oh, look, there. experiment. It's a triple toggle. Yeah. Triple toggle. <laughs> triple toggle. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... The same way we compile to JavaScript, uh, we are now working on compiling to uh, MakeCode Python. Um, and uh, the idea is that you can also author your, uh, you know, you can do Python code, so. Do you uh, lambdas and stuff? Like, I mean. So there is, um, so in Python there is, uh, there is no, not so much lambdas. You can so we do, uh, we do uh, functions. We can have functions. functions. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to move everybody along because we only have oh. about ten minutes okay. left. Yes. Okay. And we have it. And and so there's two. There's the thing that we actually were here for. Well, arcade. We were gonna talk about arcade. No, uh, no. There's two. Really, there's two really important things we have oh. to talk about. The UF2 bootloader. Oh, gosh, okay. Yeah. And then we have to talk about arcade. Okay. So um, I'll just ask a question. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe I'll ask you to ask. Why don't you ask them the, <laughs> the engineer the engineer version of what I was going to ask? Like the UF2 bootloader, as a user, I know how powerful it is. But for people who've done microcontrollers, why why was this? A, why did we just use this thing? What yeah. Why why did you guys invent UF2? What were, I mean, other Michelle just came up. With yeah, I think it's a question for Michelle. Um, <laughs> well, channel your channel Michelle through. Yeah. So through. so. Um, well, what is it's the issue? So Michelle had to handle the hex file format for a while because we're doing all this work in the micro video. And I think uh, well, his, his comment was, we need another file format. Yeah. 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 Always do. It's well, Microsoft. Yeah. Well, so, um, so with um, USB uh, MSD, the host operating system can write blocks in any order. And I think the previous like uh, MSD drivers for flash microcontrollers they would just assume blocks always come in order. And which is get, true only on Windows. Yeah, which is true only on Windows. So you, then you had to handle a whole bunch of different uh, conditions. So what Michal did um, was put a, hundred, uh, a bunch of uh, magic, magic information, um, and these are well-structured payloads specifically designed for mass storage devices. So they're 512 byte blocks, uh, which is the exact size that um, the host operating system writes to the MSD. Yeah. Which leads to the name. You, uh, so USB file flashing format. Number two. Flashing format. Or oh, flashing format. Yeah. yeah. You have three. 
Are you up to? <laughs> so, so, so fundamentally, it's like a sweet spot between what the what what the MSD format is and what we want to do on Flash. So you also don't want these packets. You don't, you don't want to have to have to have a lot of memory and buffers like with a hex file. You need to um, decode, right? Yeah. So there was also yeah. thoughts about. Um, making it so that was very simple uh, to implement UF2 on very small memory yeah. uh, devices. So, that's, that's and so, you have so robust, and robustness, like robustness with respect to all the way, different ways yeah. operating systems Max, Chrome, uh, Linux. Treat, treat the MSD. Yeah. And then on the other side, um, and then also wanting to know that you've written all the pages in Flash. Yeah. It's also about efficiency too, because you can write specifically only the blocks you need to write. Yeah. Right, so that decreases your, your flashing time. Yeah, there, there's code inside. I saw like in the UF2, it doesn't write pages that have already been. It yeah, checks exactly. first. It, it diffs first, and then if it needs writing, it will write to it. There's a blog. And, and I would say, you know, massive kudos to uh, Adafruit for helping yes. us with UF2 yeah. and also yeah, uh, adding we a lot of boards. We ported it yeah. to the 7051. There we go. So that's available now. And then um, we've also ported this the NR52840. So. Yeah, Tom is showing the, the blog. The blog that Michal wrote is. It's a pretty. It's a pretty good read. Two years uh, ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's really funny uh, to read. It's an adventure. Uh, there's some there's some high level stats in the paper we linked earlier. Showed you Which you should cite. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> he has, a, he has yeah. another blog post about the online compiler um, that we wrote. So uh, that's not on this blog. It's it's from the Touch Develop days. We migrated. Did we? Find it. Mm -hmm. uh, but well, from a, a user point of view, oh, one no. of the things that we've it. been able to tell. Our mm, customers yeah. or, or 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 learners is oh just double double click the reset button and just drag what you want on it yeah. and that has changed everything for microcontroller development because mm -hmm. it's like oh get a JTAG or like mm -hmm. okay go download the Arduino ID it's like we lost them it's over yeah. doesn't work out anymore they're on to the next thing electronic sucks right. education sucks coding sucks and they no really this is what that's that that, that five yeah. minute experience yeah. they have so, so yeah. I guess there was two kinds of motivations it was like the users we wanted to make it easy for them. And then the other side of it, we just we wanted more efficiency yeah. from and, like, the tech perspective. And also for teachers who don't have a choice, like That's they right. cannot install software, they have yeah. to wait a year, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have to credit uh, Arm and Embed for the DAP link and for the drag and drop because yeah. we had that from the microbit. So we saw uh, how much easier that that made it. Um, and and that was that's that's really a feature, I guess, of the, of the developer platform, right? Uh, that they had uh, the. The yeah. interface chip, uh, you know, with USB and and sort of the ability to to just uh, mount the mount it as a file yeah, system. It, I mean, right. it was all this work. UF2 was really inspired from the learnings of DAPLink, and you know, credit yeah. to ARM for pioneering. Yeah. yeah. One. Um, we just wanted to have it be native and all in one. It's, yeah. it's built one, into the chip. One story that right. we have that you know your 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 handiwork and their handiwork um, has expressed itself is a journalist. Uh, had to fact check us because they were looking at all the different ways you can program a circuit playground express. And they said, what do you mean it can do make code, which is blocks in J JavaScript, and also edu blocks, which is blocks in circuit Python. Mm -hmm. And it can do tiny go, which is something that we didn't know about until and recently. And also like Rust mm -hmm. folks are and getting really into and this stuff. And they're just like, what do you Don't mean? What do you mean it can do all these things? Are are you sure it's not just you're not just like putting this like marketing list? It's like no, it can do that. One of the reasons is the UF2 bootloader. Mm. So, yeah. anyways, this is the story of that, and I wanted to make sure. Next yeah. up, cool. So the future. The future is arcade. Arcade. That's, that's yeah. what you're working on a lot. So we're finally, we finally got to. We had so much research to talk yeah. about, but here mm -hmm. we are. So make it arcade. So, 
this is it's a little bit big it's a little bit new but it's still kind of mm -hmm. rolling out and it's solid what what's the goal here and and why did you decide to to take on the xbox team <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's kind of a natural evolution of you know how we've been diving into this um, microcontroller and, and it's, it's happening all around this this micro game console are happening so um yeah, we Not have one. We have two now. No, we've got the Sam D51 that is more beefy, so we can handle this massive screen, so many colors, it uses so much memory. Well, you uh, have to do so much stuff in the background and yeah. audio, and it, it does yeah. take, having the extra headroom is, mm. is nice. I mean, I mean, for me, it really, I see it as hitting the sweet spot. You know, after someone has, you know, a young person learning to code, even an old person, you know, they started off with the mic bit, the Circuit Playground Express. Uh, what's next after they've mastered these devices? I think arcade is maybe the transition step to something bigger, right? So, so for MakeCode also our runtime is evolving and maturing. Um, so we had a lot of innovation. Um, Michal worked a lot on that. You know, we have a garbage collector now. Um, we did a lot of work around uh, performance to support running these games at a high frame rate. Um, All right, do you want to with tons of particles and stuff. And, uh, yeah. how, how folks can, uh, what is the URL for this if they want to check uh, it out? Yeah, so you can go to makecode.com or you can go to arcade.makecode.com. And yes. if there's an emulator, you don't have to have the hardware. Yeah. You yeah. Use, so so, uh, so fundamentally, it's it's a web first experience. Uh, it, it follows the makecode pattern of having the blocks and the uh, JavaScript. And oh, it's a really, sorry, the, the resolution changed. Uh, we should pump that back up. Uh, and we have a simulator on the left-hand side, so it follows our, our common pattern. And uh, the simulator is essentially uh, a little uh, retro game machine, right? Um, so what Pele is showing is our sprite editor. He's changing uh, the program. This is, uh, this is Falling Duck, and Duck is falling. Simple, uh, simple very, but effective. Very simple. Um, but the cool part, maybe Pele, you want to do the, once you've played it again or changed it, is to do the download button because that's sort of where the magic happens. Yeah, I'm going to play it a bit. There we go. This is floppy duck, and you, you flop through the the logs. And then, um, and, then you, and then you get score five because everyone gets a score yeah, five. Yeah, there we go. And you can use this with your your yeah, computer, you, you do up, down, left, right buttons just to yeah. to play it. And it's kind of pixely. And, and I remember when this was coming out, I said that you know it's, it seems inspired by Pico Eight, which you know is a fantasy console. Also. Very bitmap, very simple, but designed for people. It's restricted on purpose to yes. make it so you don't go insane trying to design your game and it never ends because you can always add more and right. more. Well, here's the deal. I mean, uh, Mihao actually uh, had started learning how to do firmware, having like done every part of the touch develop <laughs> stack uh, and then the make code stack. He, he 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 worked on firmware and then he's like, well, maybe I could design some hardware too. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so he designed this this game machine with the idea that we would compile it, you know, uh, uh, down to, again to machine code using his compiler and, yeah. you know, but, and the put the it on devices. The are also dictated by the, the size of the memory available on the hardware. So we have a palette of 16 colors, so we can uh, package the image into you know, save memory. Uh, and ultimately, mm -hmm. these games will compile to, uh, to hardware. And, and right now, you're supporting, okay, so you got the Meow Bit, BrainPad Arcade. You got a DIY Adafruit M4, that's with the TNC. You also have the Raspberry Pi, which is kind yeah. of interesting. It's yeah. supported as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we compile. Uh, we have a 
Linux. You download the image from Adafruit, and you put it on your Pi, and then you can drag and drop your games, your EF2 games, into the Pi, build a big arcade, and uh, yeah. you're good to go. Okay, do you want to show this guy? I have the, oh, the yes. Flappy yeah. Bird game and on soon here. And to, soon to be added to the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, can you just grab me a, a USB cable, because I actually forgot to grab a battery. There you go. So. And we've been working on getting games to makers for a while, because one thing that we learned was everyone makes something, Oops. and everyone plays a game. Yay! And you can see some of the some of the 3D printed Raspberry Pi stuff in the background, and those are all fun. But for the most part, yeah. people couldn't make their own games; they would just yeah, exactly. download emulators. And being able to make your own game, so we it's uh, hard to play. Have, I can't so see if, the screen. So if you're building game on arcade, uh, publish your share your game and uh, go to our forum forum.maker.com and post your game. And then we have a community section where we're starting to feature uh, cool games that our users are doing. And when people download the game, what are they actually downloading? They get the whole source. Whole, whole everything. Right. And, and don't yeah. you do a neat trick download, with the... You mean... Uh, when you make a game on MakeCode and you download it, uh -huh. isn't there a neat the thing with the uh, image that you do? To yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Right. There's there's a number of ways we encode yeah. the program. Yeah. This, um, is a, this is a fun... This is like a... So if you share your game... Um, super hack. I don't know. Like, when you showed this... <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you can... So you've got a preview, and in your preview, you can uh, take a picture at the... You know, this is going to be... Okay, it's going to be a lot of game over, but I can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right awesome. So that's the game you made, uh, and then you can take a, a, a screenshot from it. There's a there's actually... Uh, I think it's P. So I can play and then hit P. No. Maybe it's hard. This is like the hard... If you don't pay attention to this game all the time... All right. So <laughs> this okay, is better. So uh, and then I can... I can publish. Oh no! Actually, we did. We were in. We're not in beta. Oh, we wanted to do the download. So yeah. So just uh, if you screenshot the game, um, you're gonna get a PNG image. That's a PNG. What am I gonna do with that? Look at it. <laughs> but hmm. it turns out that um, yeah, it's a tiny little PNG image. It's small enough that uh, social services are not gonna recode it. Uh, and it actually has the the full source code in the image encoded in the upper bytes of the. Can you zoom in? I don't believe that. So you're saying the entire source code is in this image? Yeah, the entire source code is in the image. So um, open a fresh editor and prove it. Yeah. So so what I can do is I can go back here. Uh, I don't know where it is. Oh. So you I can, can share drag this, it here. You can share this image on on a social it's site. coming back. Yes. And someone could just. Take that there image. Yes, we're back. And now and it's all the blocks. Yeah. It's you everything. Have the modified sprites and everything. Yes. And yeah. that's just a P PNG. It's a PNG. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a tiny PNG. It, it's like 10 or 20 um, KB. But it's a lot uh, easier than copying and pasting code, which always yeah. people like get the wrong. They don't select And, and we do the same thing with the UF2 file, except we put the, the plain text um, in there. JP, who's working on a lot of stuff, he says, I now back up my games as PNG files pasted in Evernote. It's totally bonkers and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's great. Uh, in the, so speaking of sharing, in our, in our beta, we have the, the Discord, uh, not the Discord, the Discourse. We have a, yeah. a forum. Uh, and then the idea is that if you really like your game, you share it, you click the button, post it on the forum, and then uh, people give you comments, yeah. and then you will be able to... Uh, can uh, you make it so that within the discourse post, it is an embed that you can it it, simulate Yeah, it? so it's going to go there. Yeah. If, I, if we're not logged in. But you're not it, logged in. Discourse will uh, expand titles automatically. Okay. So. So when we go there, you actually see the link and the little image. Mm -hmm. Oh, yay. So mm -hmm. yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we okay. have um, one last bit of things that we're going to do, and then I have a couple of questions, and then we're just going to give some away, and that's to show. The hour went by really fast. Um, Lady, do you want to show some of the upcoming hardware that runs Make Code? Yeah. I've, okay. Well, I've got the Pi badge, so this is actually, it's coming soon. It's in the store. And we have two versions. One is a low-cost version, which only has one NeoPixel and no connectors. But I wanted to make it to be really low-cost so people could... Um, you know, pick. And I know if you have a lot of students, it adds up fast if each one is um, expensive. So this is uh, designed to be the low-cost version. We have the Pi badge in the store, and then um, coming soon, we also have um, the Pi Gamer, which actually isn't running Make Code, but it's uh, just a nicer version with an analog joystick. And uh, I was actually working on getting a Nintendo emulator working for it, so you can do that in between running games. But it has a speaker and battery and SD card and all that stuff. And uh, so this is going to be a, a nicer version of the Pi badge, but both are make code compatible. It's neat. The mm. UF2 bootloader actually tells um, when you up, when you install the game, the UF2 bootloader tells it which pins are the buttons and what yeah. type of joystick yeah. it has. So you have the same downloadable UF2, and you can drag it onto either one. It also one. tells how many NeoPixels you have and uh, which pin it is. So oh. we, we have the same blocks as the uh, Circuit Playground Express mm -hmm. uh, editor for driving the lights on the arcade. Yeah. yeah. So now you can, we already have hardware, so if you have a Pi badge, um, check it out. Use the D51 yeah. as a download. We'll get, a, we'll get a nice Pi badge image there soon. This is awesome. Yeah, and yeah. if you go on the beta, then you'll get uh, the better, you know, we've done some work on the, on the sounds and uh, yeah, sound is, I think, working, so, and works in the browser, now it's working on the Pi Bad as well. I but recommend I, going on the beta. Yeah, go on beta. <laughs> I'm on the beta all the time, but yeah, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a fast development uh, party there. So yeah, we're going to do questions now. Okay, let's get to some cool. um, questions. If you're in Discord, we'll answer them there. I also have stored up some. Adafruit.it um, slash Discord, that's where we're at, and I have some ready to go. First question, um, in what transpiled languages are the browser-based tools, compilers, etc. written in TypeScript? Uh, so, so, yeah, so like all of MakeCode is uh, uh, in the web uh, client is TypeScript. It's all TypeScript. But the TypeScript is is uh, is transpiled, really, erased. the types are erased. It's it's JavaScript. It's ES5 JavaScript once it's compiled by TypeScript. But we, our backend is Node TypeScript. Um, most of our web code is uh, TypeScript React. Uh, our runtime, most of our libraries are static TypeScript, and then rely on Codal, which is C++. Okay. Um, next up, for the data of the PNG, is that in a meta area inside of it, or like how is it encoded? It's it's encoded in the pixels. We reserve uh, one, two, or four uh, bits in each uh, pixel to encode the data. So if you zoom into it enough, will you be able to tell that there's no. something going on? No, because it's not. It's unseen. It's color. every pixel. You might have a bit in every pixel, Got so it. you're not going to see a pattern. Okay. Um, uh, next up, this is from Bill, who was on the show and tell. Um, this is another uh, thank you for UF2. Emailing okay. UF2 files to assistive technology users or um, their caregivers is a huge improvement over asking them to install like an Arduino. Yeah. So he just really he cool. just sends them a UF2. Right. They're done. Awesome. Cool. There's no like. Oh, by the way, go down and, and install this thing. Sign up for this thing, or if you Google wrong, now you're installing like malware. Like mm. there's no there's no IDE to to get right. messed up with. Especially, you might just be like a home health aide, mm. and maybe you can move a file around to a like you know a drive, mm -hmm. but and, you're not going to be messing around with the. Also, remember, Mika generated the Arduino Eno file so that you could bootstrap 
uh, and yeah. flash the device. And if you don't have UF2, you can even get started okay. easily there. Next question. Will you be able to direct download Pygamer and make code over USB, web USB instead of drag and uh, drag drop of the UF2? Yes! <laughs> okay. I did, it, yes. I did a pipe, but it only works in Chrome. And uh, in the latest Edge Insider. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Um, That's good. Two browsers now. Yeah. And these two. Yes. Okay. Is there any web assembly? Is there any web assembly in make make it? No web assembly right Not now. Yet. Not yet. Yeah. All right. And let me see. I think I got all of them. So we got to do a giveaway. Uh, more kudos for the PNG function. They really <laughs> like that. Uh, reminds me of downloading games via the radio. Yeah. So like people mm, yeah. used to do hammer and stuff. Um, that is all. Oh. Well, this one is for. This one's for you since it's a product. Yeah. <laughs> what makes the Adafruit Metro M4 airlift light? Why light? <laughs> because there's going to be a version with more flash and more RAM that's not light. Okay. All right. And those are the questions. Um, what we're going to do is uh, either tomorrow or the end of the week or before next week, we will go through our new products for the people who are waiting where we'll show things like the new Pi badge that's coming, the low cost one. We got 4H stuff that we're doing. But we just we wanted to get to all these. It's cool rare to engineers. get all of the the. Sure, to get these engineers in a Yeah, it's 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 rare to get all the make code people here. They're so easily and distracted. Have, and according to the chart, we have like only one percent of the, the folks. Oh. <laughs> one or two percent. It's no, not that big a team. No, um, at least a third. Um, here. So uh, once again, thank yeah. you so much for, for doing this. Yeah, thank you. Nice slides. Really. Nice slides. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is the other thing. You can, um, by the way, folks, you can tell that the people who work on MakeCode really like it. You can't fake this. You can tell like they're and they and you get to see people use it and you see the projects every week. And that's yeah. why we've been doing we uh, we've been doing for so long is because you don't you can make stuff and you're not going to think of all the things people can do with it. Right. And I think that it, yeah. more so for the gaming platform mm. that you're working on. I think mm. you're going to see some really neat stuff. I, I hope so. And yeah. a whole new generation of people making games together. All right, Lady Ada, what do you want to give away this week? We're going to give away a um, Pi badge yes. LC so people can start making MakeCode games. Okay. Like they're all inspired by this. And what they are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before, you can't win again as one winner per my lifetime. The first person to call the phone number and answer the three magical questions will win a Pi badge low cost, which is a great way to program your next make code game and take okay. it live. Uh, you're going to have to call the phone number when it appears on the screen, and I'm going to say ahoy ahoy. And then I'm going to ask you, or maybe you can say hello back, so I know that there's somebody there. Yeah. And then I'll ask you your name, where you're calling from, and a project you're working on or you want to work on, or you can answer with so a make code is it project. Is this one? 3939. 3939. So oh, no, sorry. Yeah, because we don't have any 4200s anymore. We're okay. out. So it's going to be this one. Yeah, it's a new product for this week. Okay. Cause we gave so away it's a one. big deal. Yeah. All right, and you can run make code on it. You can run make code on it. All right, this is, this is the phone number. There's the phone. There's the phone. And that, they, have, they have to That's decipher the phone. it. Yeah. That's this, the phone. The phone is here. Then, oh, oh, it's ringing. It's ringing. I'll take the mic. Wait. Okay. Oh. It has to ring twice. Ahoy, ahoy. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Uh, congratulations. You've called into Ask Engineer, and you've won something. Yay. Yay. What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm John, and I'm from uh, Marshfield, Vermont. Well, congratulations, John, from Marshfield, Vermont. You've won a Pygamer LC. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at adafruit.com, and say, Hey, it's John from Vermont. 
and I love cheese, and I want a product number 3939. They have great cheese in Vermont. Are you kidding? And then um, they'll send you out one as soon as possible. Yeah, my mom actually has been making the cheese in Vermont for see, years. See, I know. See, I knew about the cheese. I've been, every time I go to Vermont, I always get huge <laughs> chunks of cheese. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's delicious. Okay, so uh, what's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Um, right now I'm trying to uh, print uh, some character with OLED actually for a propeller parallax. Wow. Okay. You got got a propeller uh, chip. You got one of the 40 pin dip chips and you got, you're going to connect to an OLED? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You're, are you doing it in spin? Yeah, I'm doing part of it in spin. Okay, well, I wish, you, I wish you the best of luck, because uh, I was never good at spin. But uh, you'll have another uh, project to distract you. We're going to send you out to Pie Gamer, try it out, and uh, maybe build something cool. It's kind of like an OLED. It's got a big display on it. You can write and make code. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. Don't forget to email support at adafruit.com to get your free prize, and have a wonderful night. You too. All right. Good night. Okay. Success. Don't for Vermont. Well, it's fast. That's, yeah. yeah. Really good. Efficient. I love the phone. It's a good yeah, phone. Yeah, that's a Radio Shack phone that's uh, clear. Oh. They don't really make these anymore. And we have it going through a voice over IP system until we... Uh, we have to fix the payphone. payphone stuff working one day. All right. Like, well, it's made the, out of payphones. So that's the show for this week. Uh, make codes the code. It'll be on uh, until midnight or... If I if I crash and fall asleep, then when I wake up at five, I'll turn it off. <laughs> that is uh, that is the code. Um, thank you everyone for being part of this. Yeah, thank you, James, thank you. Yeah. and Tom. Thank you. And uh, please come back again. Uh, yes, we will. It was fun. And thank you again so much for. You have so many more slides yeah. that you didn't get yeah. to show. Putting something into the world, making it open source. <laughs> And just making something that other people can make things with. Um, we all have lots of choices, and, and you know, it, this takes a huge amount of time. Yeah, we're really happy uh, to contribute this and to be working with you. Uh, this partnership's been wonderful. Thank you for all you, uh, yeah. you do. It's like Dolly Parton yeah. says, it takes a lot of engineering to make something this simple. <laughs> and thank you to all the people that use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we have like hundreds of thousands of people yeah. using MakeCode. Um, so we'll be here. Uh, we'll be broadcasting next week. But it's a special mobile broadcast, and that's all we can why? say. That's we all can't we can, tell you that's yet all why. we can say right now. But we might be um, traveling. We'll be, we'll be somewhere. Uh, special thanks to don't our. Don't worry, it's not um, vacation. We don't take vacations. No. Our Discord community that's out there, um, all the Adafruit remote team members, all the uh, team members that are at PyCon right now. And then uh, special thanks, let's see who's uh, here from our team, Takara, in the chat room. Thanks, Takara. Thanks, Stephanie. And thank you, everyone who's uh, in the different channels helping out. With everyone thanks tonight, and everybody have more. Uh, yep, please pass along our thanks to the Make Code team for all their hard Thank work. You. Lots of uh, lots of kudos and more for the Make Code team. So you made mm. something special, and that's our show. We'll see everybody next week. Here is your moment of Zener. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.